This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. This episode contains spoilers for the first half of Passengers, the movie about space passengers. It contains no spoilers for the second half of the movie because we haven't seen it. Why? Because we are... That's right, we're Walkout Boys. Welcome to Walkout Boys, the podcast with myself, Nick Sampson. And me, Joseph Moore. Go see a new release film at the cinema, but leave exactly, exactly halfway through it. Then talk about the first half and try guess what happens in the second half. Yeah, that's it. We've been uh, away for the holidays. Joseph, what have you been doing? How was your holiday? Thank you, Nick. Highlights? Highlights? Highlight, low light. Low light. <laughs> uh, I was in Thailand. Ooh. Ever heard of it? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Where is that? Uh, formerly Siam. Oh, okay. I know Siam. <laughs> okay, well, get to, get up to date, Nick, because okay. tis now Thailand, and boy, oh boy, uh, did, did they put on the weather. Did they? Yeah, nice and sunny, oh, apart okay. from some rain. Okay. So a real- a Low real light. Mi- the rain. No, um, uh, and shitting myself. You know, it's a real, <laughs> real mixed bag of a holiday. But I was pleased to bring you back a gift, Nick. I believe you've already opened it. You've seen what it is. You brought me a little troll. Oh, and a bunch of uh, DVDs. Yes. Uh, that were... Uh, uh, bootleg. Bootleg DVDs of movies that we've seen half of. That uh, was truly a beautiful present. Thank you. Um, well, I was inspired, actually, because the highlight of the trip was the plane to Thailand from New Zealand, where I watched um, about eight movies. <laughs> I I finished about eight Walkout Boy movies in one 11-hour plane trip. Oh, my God. And that's... I got What a, did you watch? I uh, Drac Reacher, Jason Bourne, Bad Moms, Suicide Squad, uh, Nerve. <laughs> oh, Nerve! How Nerve. is that? In? Uh, well, Nick, at, when you finish a movie on Qantas, yeah. they ask you to rate it out of five. Yeah, Nerve is a five star. Oh film. my! I dated it. I just <laughs> knew it was going to be a good movie. Uh, oh. And and I I got to recommend Walkout Boying more to the people at home because I've never been so satisfied watching plane movies than I was because I knew I could just scroll my finger to exactly halfway through and I was right in the action. I didn't have to, uh, you know, go through the kind of boring exposition. I was just there and just movie after movie I knew it was only an hour I didn't have to commit and it was so satisfying oh. seeing the end to all these films. Oh, I bet it was. <laughs> oh. Well, now I, you can do that, but through um, versions of these films like filmed in the cinema on a handicam. I think that's what I deserve. <laughs> I, I, it's my punishment for walking out halfway through. I get to see the second half, of, like filming in the back of someone's head. Yeah, you've got trolls though. I haven't seen the second half of trolls yet. Oh shit! And and you will finally answer the question I've been pondering: Does she end up with Justin Timberlake or Russell Brand? Yeah, and I'm going to say Justin Timberlake. You're an idiot for thinking <laughs> Russell Brand. He's a piece I got of shit. hope. <laughs> All right, we're not here to talk about trolls. We're here to talk about passengers. Okay. And this is a movie uh, about two passengers on a ship, but get this, the ship is in space and the destination is a different planet. And when they wake up, they realize that they are stuck on the ship and that they're just going to live there forever. So they've, they've opted to go under hibernation, like a bear. It's a lot like a bear. Um, but imagine that, if a bear slept for 120 years. In like a nice cave. And didn't age. Yeah, so it's nothing like a bear, really. <laughs> Why do they call it hibernation? False advertising. <laughs> In the trailer, they said a lot about hibernation, and I expected, as a paying customer, 
for it to be like a beer. <laughs> yes. so you, someone, someone who's brought me brought up on space films for a long time, immediately thinks beer when you talk about like being, being put to sleep in space. Well, I didn't see the trailer per se. People talked about the movie. They I said, see. This is a movie about these people that go into hibernation. I should say no more. <laughs> I will say so you, you thought that they would be very hairy. They'd eaten a lot. So yes, I, like, really... I did expect them to be beers as well. <laughs> I, We're just eating like a beer, like yeah. so they because if you're going into hibernation, it's a long winter, yeah, um, and so you need to stock up on yeah, grow you know, a lot of body here and like proteins, a lot of salmon, yeah. And there's that day where the salmon all swim um, downstream very fast. I was hoping that would be in the film. Well, we don't know. It might be in the second <laughs> half, <laughs> maybe. So, so yeah, they do a human version of hibernation where they go into a some sort of plastic tank. And uh, I guess some gas puts them to sleep or similar. Yes, like going to sleep in space. <laughs> what? Like hypersleep. What, you've done it before? No, but this is a very common thing that I they even... always talk about in movies. What other movie has hypersleep in it? Like, every, like Aliens, one of your favorite movies. <laughs> they come out of... I forgot about Aliens. Yes. <laughs> how, are you, how is this such a roadblock? Because <laughs> if you can't get on board with this, the rest of the movie is not going to make much sense to you. Okay, so... They wake up from hypersleep like an aliens. Yeah. Maybe that should have been in the trailer. What? <laughs> so you in the trailer, they wake up and then they go, you've just been in hypersleep like an aliens. That would help me, I think. Um, so they wake up from, well, not they. One man, Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. Box office uh, draw card, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Wakes up uh, early. And so they're supposed to go to sleep for 120 years and then they get to a new planet. There's a bit of exposition about it being a kind of beautiful colony that they're all going to colonize in what they call the greatest ever human migration. Mm. Um, and he wakes up 30 years in. That's right. And he's not, he's not meant to be awake. He's, he's, he's meant to be asleep and he wanders around for about a year being like, oh, I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. There's nothing to do. Eventually, he decides his only recourse is to wake up Jennifer Lawrence and condemn her to a death aboard the spaceship with him. Which, you know, any of us in that circumstance would make that choice. She seemed nice. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, I guess the, the what the movie purports to do is propose this uh, question to us. What, what would you do in that circumstance if you were alone? Would you wake someone up, condemning them to death, but to at least make the rest of your life bearable? And, but it, it doesn't, it's very creepy. The way it goes about it. The whole premise is quite creepy, isn't it? Yes. Uh, he Just the way it's dealt with. Like, the first time he, he sees her, it's when he's drunk and she looks hot asleep. And he's walking around. He's, he's stealing all the booze that's meant to be for the other people when they wake up. So oh, Yeah, he's just drinking it all. Yeah, they're going to wake up. Where's the booze? He's sleeping in their beds. <gasps> this is a Goldilocks story. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, but he's the bear. Wait. No, 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 they're, they're, they're the bears because yeah. they're asleep. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a golden because he goes and sleeps. I just realized he goes. He's in a bed, right? Yeah. He wake, like they assign him a shitty bed, and then he's like, "No, I want a bigger, too bed. small." Yes, this. <laughs> and he's eating the he's eating the food, and he's like, "This is too yuck." And then when he wakes up, Aurora, she gets like some better food. He's like, "Oh, this is just right." Yeah. I- her, name, her character name is Aurora. Yeah, they're which, getting there. They, yeah, they, they got Aurora, which is like a Sleeping, sleeping Beauty thing. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's, don't stop trying not, to trick us. We know full well this is a Goldilocks tale. They should have called her Goldilocks. Yeah. Um, or one and, of the and, bears. Uh, Isn't she a bear? Me, He's Goldilocks in this. But let me think, uh, what colour Jennifer Lawrence's hair is in this film, Nick? Oh, the, her locks are gold. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. And his, his he does grow a beard like a bear. So but he's Goldilocks. Yeah, so this is like a reverse Goldilocks. Okay, well that's 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 decided. Hey, a lot to unpack. Did you? What did you think of the first half? I thought it uh, looked nice. It did look nice. Gosh, it looked nice. It looked like a nice ship to be on. And I thought maybe he shouldn't complain so much about uh, about waking up early. That's right. He should try coming and flatting in Auckland um, because it ain't so pretty, mate. You know, we've got friends, but sure, but we've all got like mold. You know, we've all got bugs and stuff. That's a nice. You live in a nice hotel, essentially, with free run of the joint. It was a very nice hotel, and I liked those kind of little montages where it showed him. It's almost a movie trope now, doing a Home Alone. Mm. Um, every kind of '90s movie for children had a montage where a child gets to do what they want, and they kind of had this, but for an adult. And in space, mm. so he um he jumps around in the bed. Did he jump around in the bed? He did jump around in the bed. <laughs> yeah, he jumped around um, in the bed. He played video games. Uh, he he w- shot some basketball hoops and just got drunk a lot. Yeah, it, all it was lacking was a scene of him like pouring whipped cream into his mouth uh, without anyone looking, you know, ordering a cheese pizza with extra pepperoni or something. But trying it, on a bunch of dresses. <laughs> it didn't have him trying on a bunch, but or a, like t- tobogganing down some stairs. A later scene suggests. Um, that there is a clothing store aboard because when he goes out on a date with Aurora, she says, "You look nice," and he's like, "I've been shopping." Well, shoplifting. So it suggests there's a suit shop aboard this ship. Mm-hmm. They had things pretty good. Why were they going to need a suit for their arrival to this new planet? Is the new planet does it have? Is it just like a? a is it just grass, or do they get there and there's already like? I don't think there's already a suit shop. Oh, so they're bringing the suits for the very first suit shop. <laughs> yes. That's the first thing. New, new when you colonize a planet, you've got to bring... You've got to bring a little gotta- sophistication to the planet. <laughs> Otherwise, how do you separate beast from man? A suit is the answer to that. Uh, yeah, and so he wakes up Aurora, and then in in, a, in the worst circumstances, he, he has this big crisis where he's like, I, I don't know if I should do it. And you know, everyone watching is like, yeah, don't do it, man. This is bad. You- Seems very obvious. Yeah. But he, he's only a man. He's only a, a desperate, creepy man. And he wakes her up, immediately regrets it. And then the film just kind of forgets about that and does this quite yeah. like nice romantic comedy. And it's especially odd considering he lies. Like, so he um, he wakes her up and she's like, why did they wake up? He's like, mm. But that's like the big, uh, the big romantic comedy, you know, there's always the lie that the guy or woman has, has told. And it's always like, oh, I'm actually, um, you know, I'm actually dressing up as a housekeeper, you know, every day. But this one is like severe. Yeah, this is like, I, I killed you. <laughs> well, I haven't yet, but, but I effectively yeah, have killed you. You're essentially my prisoner aboard the space prison until you die. Um, you could run away, but you will die alone. And that's because of me. So it's a heavy. May as well have sex with me. Yeah, which she does often. Uh, in the kind of final moments, as we were leaving the film, I should say the final moments of the first half. Oh, the first half. Sorry, the final moments of the first half uh, consist pretty much of Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt having a sex romp around the oh, spaceship. Into it, yeah. uh, they can't stop doing it, and they do it on every which surface. Because why not? Yeah, and under normal circumstances, you're like, great. Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence, both very attractive people. Here they are kissing on the very nice surfaces. Clean, round edges. With little you know, robot little robots cleaning up. Like, this is this should be the perfect. But it's yeah. got this whole 
pall over it of this <laughs> the just the the horrific circumstances under which this is happening. And the very final shot just before we left was like they woke up um, with a warning signal uh, alarming them as they as they slept in their uh, just right sized bed, and they looked out the window and it seemed as if their spaceship was careening into the sun. And then we left. Yeah. Hopefully, it just flew into the sun. <laughs> safely ejecting Jennifer Lawrence moments before and, and sending her back to Earth. <laughs> and all the other passengers. Just Chris. Maybe it just ejects Chris and Pratt <laughs> into, into the, the sun. sun. Just drops him off in the sun. <laughs> and we watch as the skin melts off his face. And he's punished for all he's done. That could be the second half. Uh, but it likely isn't. Uh, so I guess... It's our job to to guess what the second half is. It certainly is. is. But before we take a break, uh, we have forgotten um, to do our regular segment, which uh, we do every week. Uh, it's called Alive in Cromwell. That's right. Alive in Cromwell. That's right. Alive in Cromwell. Now, the, the backstory to this, if you're a new listener, uh, many, many moons ago, Nick and I were having a chat about... about uh, the actor James Cromwell. However, we forgot that he was alive. We assumed he was dead, and we forgot his name. Mm. Two crimes, two vast crimes against our souls, and we're we're trying to pay for them um, before we get sent to hell. So uh, each week we, we're dedicated to learning a new fact about James Cromwell and checking in to see if his he is alive and well. And folks, I have a direct. Uh, it, it's going to be a lot easier to find out if he's alive, first of all, uh, thanks to the fact that he's recently followed me on Twitter. This is huge. This is huge. Um, I do have more followers than him. He He's unverified <laughs> on Twitter, but he's posted a video of himself, so I'm pretty sure it's him. This is insane that you have more... I like. I respect your work, Nick. I respect Thank your, you. Your, Thank um, you. I respected your role on Power Rangers. Thank you very much. That has got you, what, 2,000 Spanish followers? That, that possibly. Who's <laughs> um, to say? But... You, sir, were not in Babe. Uh, no, not as far as I. You were not arrested at Standing Rock. No, I am. I would not not uh, deem myself to be anywhere near the level of James. Well, Cromwell. why doesn't he have more followers, Nick? And what well, can this you is, do this about is, well, I, well, we can do all we can do as 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 lovers of James Crom- Cromwell is just urge you to follow him and um and try and get him verified. And uh, I sent him a message today. I DM'd him. I slid into his DMs. Okay. What'd you say? Well, I asked him if he would like to uh, share any facts with us for the Alive in Cromwell segment. He's um and he's seen it, um but not replied, <laughs> but not blocked me. So I have hope that That's savage. That he's is- maybe compiling some good uh facts for us. But this at least at least this way we know that as of six hours ago he was alive. So this is the most up to date because normally. To, to fact check that he's alive in Cromwell, I'll see if there's been a news article about him in the last three days. Yeah. This one, I'm just going to keep... He tweet- opened Twitter six hours ago. <laughs> I'm just going to keep DM, sending DMs to him. Okay, who doesn't follow me yet, so... Well, you just need to be a bit more active in your tweeting about how great a person he is. <laughs> He but maybe I need to lay to off. It. I need to lay off to sweep in in case he blocks you. That's true. Yes, yes. I, Good I, point. Yeah. Hold off. <laughs> Hold off for now. So, um, do you have a fact about James Cromwell? Uh, well, some some of our wonderful listeners send us in facts. Uh, Please do. If you have any, send them in. Yeah, and and the most recent one we were sent just before Christmas. Uh, he was arrested at a power plant. What was which, he? I, I don't. I'm starting. I'm starting to get bored of these ones. Uh, of him being arrested he at gets a power arrested plant. At all it sorts seems of- to be his. Sort of mo, yeah. If he wants something shut down, he just goes there and gets arrested, and then presumably they're like, 
Oh no, James Crom. We've got James Cromwell of the cells. All right, in the in the in the wagon. You he literally James. has respect of all animals. <laughs> Let's not piss him off. Why? Maybe the reason he is not doing so well on Twitter is because you don't get your phone in jail. He He's could, in jail he could be out there doing, too much, doing fire tweets and getting those followers up. Yeah. Plus, with a record like his, maybe Twitter just aren't going to verify him because they don't know what he'll do with a power like that. And oh. I'll tell you what he'll do. He'll bring down President Donald Trump. <laughs> That's what he'll do. Um, so let's, let's, for the f- sake of democracy and freedom, um, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get James Cromwell verified. So that hashtag is uh, verify James Cromwell. And uh, let's, let's, let's get, get James Cromwell verified. Well, either's good. <laughs> I think the more hashtags we have, the better. That's how Twitter works, right? Yeah. yeah. Spread, spread those hashtags out. <laughs> spread them far and wide. I want you to tweet both it's get called, James Cromwell it's verified. splitting the vote, which I think is a good thing. As far as I understand. We're going to take a break uh, right now. And when we are back, we will guess what happens in the second half of Passengers. A new year, but no better news, unfortunately. Walk Up Boys is still between sponsors. Oh, well, that's not true. Wait, who are you? It's me, our, our, our sponsor, Cap- oh, Captain Joe's Launchermans. Yeah, but a hay fever there, I see. Well, so Sorry, I just... You're still the sponsor? That's right. Captain Joe with his old bag of lawn trimmings. No, I, feel, I feel this is not a good product and you shouldn't be sponsoring Walkout Boys. Well, I could take my business elsewhere if you like. Well, I, remind me what the business does? Well, the business is simple. We take your lawn trimmings and we take them elsewhere. Or... Conversely, need them lawn trimmings? We'll bring them to you. Well, last time, it's all you claimed to do. Bring lawn trimmings to you? Yeah. I forget. <laughs> day to day, what our business does. It's, it seems like it doesn't make money and you don't have enough to give Where, the podcast. Where, if I didn't have money, would I have this big old pile of lawn trimmings? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this pile of lawn trimmings does. Oh, lawn trimmings don't come for free. They do. They literally grow for free out from grass. Who pays the grass to grow the sun and the rain? And who gives them the money? Captain Why? Joe? Captain, no, the water. In the general way life works. But Captain Joe's there as well, taking his piece on the side. No, no, Captain Joe, I don't, I don't think this is a good business at all, and I don't want any part of you on my podcast. Oh, well, you know what they say, you can't bring a couple lawn trimmings to a fire. And then what happens? Oh, you'll find out. Welcome back. Welcome back to, to, to the Walkout Boys. Uh, and it's past a very handsome man carrying a lot of lawn trimmings out there, Joey. Are we, are we in for a bit of a sponsorship? We'll, we'll see, Nick. We'll see. It's, okay. it's, 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 right. We're in early talks. Okay. Uh, the second half of Passengers, Nick. Mm-hmm. When we last left our hero, Chris Pratt, his spaceship was careening into the sun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sun, you say? The sun. The, our very own sun. The thing that gives us life. The thing that was it our sun or was it just a sun? It looked like our one, but what would I know? I haven't seen any others. I mean, you couldn't pick your son out of a lineup of sons. Yeah. Well, you know, a man knows his son. Yeah, I feel like I would know the yeah, son. Like that's my son. Yes. Give me back my son. <laughs> yeah, that's is something that they might say in like the version of Taken. 
We're so, space taken. <laughs> we're aliens still. <laughs> it's like you know how they did. Uh, uh, was it Halloween in space? Halloween X. Yes, or the the, was the it? Freddy. Was it Friday? The, no, it was Halloween, wasn't it? In no, spa- it, was, it was Friday. The, Freddy. No, it wasn't Freddy. It was Jason. Jason X. Yeah. Isn't he from Halloween? No, that's Michael Myers' Halloween. Oh, Friday the 13th. Not You're Mike right. Myers. He's, oh, Michael Myers! Mike Myers is Austin Powers. Mike, right, okay. And Mike, Michael Myers is a murderer. And he kills you and goes, yeah, baby. <laughs> I think I've got that right. Groovy, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, yeah, Jason was in space. Slasher-delic. So th- this is like if Liam Neeson woke up and in the future, like a, a thousand years in the future. Yeah. And they were like, "Are we putting another movie?" Yeah, right now? We're, we're, well, Passengers is boring. <laughs> so the, Liam Neeson wakes up a thousand years in the future. I don't know where I am. I don't know who you are. And then he looks out the window. No sun. Turns out he's looking out the wrong window. <laughs> Classic Liam. But he gets a call from a supernova, like a, a galaxy, I guess, or like yeah, spiral cluster. Sure. And they're like, "We have your son," and he's like give it back and then he goes around punching planets wow that's and, and that's how the titles for third rock from the sun got made <laughs> no <laughs> well i can't wait to see this movie does does the passengers have a trailer in the middle for this film the chance yeah it does <laughs> yeah. wow that's a great halfway through the movie it goes what if there was a creepy man who had everything put into place so he could choose anyone to wake up and he chose this woman condemned her to death wouldn't that be weird? Passengers. Coming soon? Lee, uh, Chris Pratt is careening into the sun. Mm-hmm. And- ah! <laughs> please, please don't, don't fly into the sun. I love you and I have no reason to distrust you. Well, yeah, I, of course, of course, you, you you can trust me doing anything. Is there I- is there anything you want to tell me before uh, you fly into the sun? I do. I made a mistake. Not kissing you again. And then for some reason, it's a beautiful scene. Even though it's just being romantic. And they're about to die. The camera swoops around the sun. The camera does a full swoop around the sun. Takes 365 days. (laughs) That's how long they kiss for. Wow. And it comes back and they're they're all chapped. (laughs) But they're still careening. They're still, oh yeah. The space is very big, you guys. Yeah. And they're still heading full tit towards the sun. Yeah, going, ah, it's it's like a space version of the scene from Austin Powers where the bulldozer is coming towards the guard. Yes, It's a very long time. It's very humorous. Yeah, but Austin Powers starring Michael Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) And and Jennifer Lawrence says, you got to do something to to move the ship. And um, Chris Pratt says, but I'm just a passenger, which is the thing they always say um, when they want to pass the buck. Um, So the ship just flies straight into the sun. (laughs) And we have a big close-up of the skin melting <laughs> off Chris Pratt's face. It just, it just, it, it uh, he, he dies the slowest death. Oh yeah, like I really, really slow. Um, so there's this kind of skin sticking to the floor. He's mm. like trying to crawl away from it. It's like a bit of bone. Really, Jennifer out. Lawrence is fine. Yeah, she's just sort of. St- she's like, it's a bit warm. Um, but yeah, Chris Pratt. Yeah, he dies, and then the ship comes out the other side. And it's like everything is fine except Chris Pratt is dead. Yeah, he he was really not um, ready for the sun because uh, he'd been awake the longest and eating a bad diet, not enough vitamin D. Oh, uh, yeah. So he that'll do it. 
Is that how that works? No, vitamin D is what you get from the sun. You, what's, he was not enough carrots, what's so the, you can see the sun. What's the disease the children and the others have? Rickets. St- rickets. So the, he, the children and the others. The one with oh. Nicole Kidman. Yes. Is that what you can't ghosts? see the sun? Aren't they ghosts? Isn't that what the disease <laughs> is? <laughs> well, that's the disease he now has. because okay. So he's a creepy ghost haunting oh the show. Oh, God. Just... <laughs> And she still likes him. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's weird. Oh my god! And now, but now he's, and here's the moral dilemma Chris Pratt now faces because mm-hmm. he's a ghost. Should he make her a ghost? Because <laughs> because he, he's lonely. But he, now he, the dilemma's changed. He's not gonna have to die in ninety. He's gonna be around forever, and oh. he knows she's gonna die sometime, and eventually he won't have her. So what, does he, wa- he does he have to kill her? To make him happy? I think he does. Well, you have to, right? Yeah. So now she's been stalked through this empty ship by a murderous, amorist <laughs> ghost. And, uh, and it becomes a lot like Jason X. All of a sudden, he's... Plus, he's, Jason X is there. Well, Why he, not? Well, he, he, he thaws out as well. His pod <laughs> malfunctions. For some reason, they sent Jason from Friday the 13th to this new planet. Because they were like, got to have murderers on this well, planet. Well, you need balance. Every new planet needs balance. Otherwise, it won't feel like home. Well, and, and to kind of get on board, Chris Pratt, there's a scene where Chris Pratt, the ghost, visits the hockey mask store, which oh, is a, board, good. a sportswear. Yeah. It's, uh, what's the what's that uh, sportswear store that Adam Sandler always uses in his films? Um, it's an American chain. It's like Greg's Sports. Dick's. Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't, why, why do you know this? I've seen up to two different Adam Sandler films which uh, involve Dick Sporting Goods mm-hmm. he, uh, in the, the one where he goes to Africa with Drew Barrymore yep. he's an employee of Dick Sporting Goods and there's a whole scene where he like talks about how he knows Dick and he's a good guy it's oh a yeah deeply bad product placement we saw that movie anyway <laughs> uh, okay so so, yeah. so he, um, he goes to Dick Sporting Goods and there's a, there's a big bit of product placement why not and uh, he gets a hockey mask but he has to kill the hockey mask so he can wear it what because he's a ghost you can't wear it if it's uh, like it's a mask. Yeah. <laughs> Look, a lot of this movie doesn't hold up. Okay, um, so but scene guess what? Where, get, he, where he kills a hockey he kills mask, a mask <laughs> and it puts it on. And he's got a ghost hockey mask on. Okay. Then guess what? What the bears wake up. The bears were there hibernating. Are actual bears because they got to send some bears. They're sending a bunch. You didn't know, but they didn't talk about this. But there are, there's a whole level where they've got these animals. Wait, it's like Noah's Ark and hibernate. Yes. Yes, there's so they have, but they have like a family of bears: a mama bear, a papa bear, and a baby bear in hypersleep. The pods malfunction. Why? Who knows? Actually, well, I, I you know, know what why. happens because the, the, one of the hyperpods was too big, <laughs> one was too small, and, one and the baby bears was just right. But they opened it up because they didn't want to be alone without the baby bear. Everyone is making terrible choices there's a whole, in this there's a movie. Whole other movie with then the- there's another movie. These two bears will be like, "Oh, we miss our son. Should we wake him up?" <laughs> yeah, all right, let's do it. Um... So they got their whole thing going on, and they're wandering around like it's now. It's become this horror night. Before it was like a a horror, but it was much more insidious. It was like there was a creepy undertone of this guy is bad news. But now it's like these people are all out to kill you, Jennifer Lawrence. What three bears? Three bears. Jason, Jason and, and Chris, Pratt. Chris Pratt, a ghost with a ghost hockey mask, are all out to kill her. So she's running around the ship. And she's just the only woman on this, and she feels vulnerable. Like she should have the whole film. She's like, "Come on, this is fucked, guys. Mm. Like, why? Why, why do, do I it. have to go through this just because I'm an attractive woman? I didn't ask for any of this. That's right, right? And that's, she does a TED talk about it. Yeah, and it's really moving. And unfortunately, yeah. no one watches it because no, it gets they're, no they're all views. asleep 
or a bear. Um, she sends it to Earth, but it does take 35 years to get there. Yeah. Uh, when it gets there, it goes great. Yeah, it goes viral. Uh, yeah. Um, it's uh, 500,000 views. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that's, that's like, okay. But, but a lot of those are autoplays. You know, yeah, on yeah. On yeah. Facebook, you got to discount like two thirds of those views. What is a life worth? Is it 500,000 views? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she she's 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 running around and the ship and the ship's not doing well as well. Like the ship has uh, just been through the uh, sun basically, <laughs> and it's not supposed to do that. Um, so it's very creaky. Yeah, um, and it, and it's heading to be snookered into the rings of Saturn, um, <laughs> a lot like the <laughs> credits for Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, so she's she's got to get and, and now this is a thing from the from the movie uh, from the first half is that uh, they were trying to get into the captain's quarters and so uh, but they couldn't get in because it was too tough steel and stuff so she's got someone's got to get in there and, and steer the ship away from being snookered into the rings of Saturn but do you know who is strong enough to open the doors of, of a big a bear or Jason <laughs> I'd say a bear uh, so now she's got a new uh, a new challenge oh she has to get some porridge Inside the captain's quarters. Yeah. Well, how, how's she going to do that? How's she going to get porridge through a layer of steel? Kill it. <laughs> She's got to kill some porridge, turn it into ghost porridge, <laughs> send it through. But you know what? Do you know what will happen? Chris Pratt will eat it. <laughs> he loves ghost porridge. Well, ghosts, ghosts do. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a humorous scene where she keeps killing those porridge. Chris Pratt is eating it, coming fatter and fatter as a ghost. Um, and... Uh, that's very funny, but but uh, what she decides to do is, look, ghost porridge is not going to work. I'm going to make this bear fall in love with me. So it becomes this whole romantic movie again, where she's romancing this bear, and his and Mama Bear is getting very jealous um, because, I mean, how can you compete with Jennifer Lawrence? Um, Baby Bear is, like, calling her mum, Mama Bear, it becomes this whole like domestic thing. Um, it becomes like a really like small human bear drama. Um, it's really and ghost Chris Pratt's sort of on the sideline eating porridge and just you know not really up to up to fuck. She's fucking the bear. Okay. The bear like the bear the the mama bear's starting to become an alcoholic at the bar with Martin Sheen the android. The whole thing is is, is becoming real bleak. And and I guess the kind of point of this whole thing is, is you shouldn't you shouldn't emotionally manipulate people, you know, for for, for your own gain. No, because the bear the bear finds out that she is just trying to get into the cockpit by turning him into a goat Wait. by by using his bear strength, and uh, he becomes he you know he he just goes he goes nuts and he um he breaks into the cockpit anyway steers the ship back into another sun <laughs> another sun <laughs> it's going through well the ship's been through two suns now and let me tell you it is uh it it's is not going to survive a thing it's not going to yeah it, it, there's there's flames coming out of the side and and it doesn't they they've got to write off colonizing the uh they got right off colonizing the planet now all they need to do is survive all right they need to land the ship safely mm. well <laughs> Guess who's asleep? Oh my god! <laughs> On one of the pods. No, he's not. Do you know what happened what? last time we saw this man? He was <laughs> shot off into space. <laughs> he was shot off into space in ET's spaceship. <laughs> or in the uh, now, for, if you are new to this podcast, Captain Sully. Sully Sullenberger. Sullenberg. Captain something Sullenberger. Captain Tom Hanks Sully Sullenberg. 
would end has ended a lot of our movies. Uh, some would say he comes out of nowhere, and that's not true. He's always in the right place when he needs to be. And the last time he had saved too many movies that we shot him off into space where he could be of no assistance to our movies. Well, guess where we are, motherfuckers? Space. And just, <laughs> just as, as the ship looks like it's it's about to. Uh, to, to careen into a third sun. A third sun? A third rock? <laughs> From the sun? Um, Captain Sully, he, he comes in with his wit and just general shouldering the burden Americanness, his good guy attitude, his calm persona, his, his, his brilliant knowledge of ships, be they space or plane or interdimensional... Uh, alien ship he lands he lands the uh what's it called the uh, the uh, avondale he lands the ship on the nearest body of water which happens to be the, the milky River. way <laughs> come on nick <laughs> the milky way is not a body of water it's a body of milk <laughs> the, uh, the hudson river in the milky way which is a, a river of milk yeah have you been to the milky way not yeah. recently no it's it's a body of it's a body of water. Okay, and uh, he lands on it. Everyone's saved. Yeah, we caught the three bears, Jason and Chris Pratt, all cheer. Mm. Uh, then Jason slits Sully's throat from behind. No, but yeah, well, Jason's got a thirst for blood, and he's walking around killing nobody up yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. He's had not much to do in this movie. Yeah, uh, we we brought him up and then kind of ignored him. Sully's lifeless but heroic body crumbles to the ground. I can't see a possible way he would ever be able to save a movie <laughs> again. Uh, but, you know, I have been surprised before, and I, I, I would discard anything at this point. And, uh, you know, let's say it's not impossible for these films to be set in the afterlife, in the future. Um, Sully, we might meet again. His corpse winks at the camera. Yeah. Do you know who won't, we won't meet again? Chris Pratt's character, who gets dragged off to ghost jail. Ghost jail? Yeah. What happens there? Uh, you just get put in a box. Okay, wow. You can't, you can't just go out? Uh, no, it's an honesty box. Okay, so you you can leave, but you feel bad about it. Yeah. And it's a, one of those uh, honesty boxes. Oh, like in a roadside where yeah, you buy mangoes. Some fruit in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's where ghosts go to jail. Okay, so he goes there. And is the truth revealed to Jennifer Lawrence about why, why she was woken up? Well, that's the thing. At the end, you, as the audience, have the option whether to tell her or not. She goes, she turns, she goes, so was I woken up on purpose or was it an accident? And then she turns to the camera and then she just sort of sits there and you, the audience, sit there uncomfortably and she looks at you for as long as it takes until one of you gives an answer. So it's kind of on you. So if you're at home, listener at home to this podcast. What did you say in that moment to her? If you've been to that movie. Because if you, if you didn't tell her, well... Fair enough. You spare her the heartache. You spare the heartache. She thinks she found a man she loves, and, and and why not? And he's he's in ghost jail now, so why not let let that be? But maybe you're doing a disservice to her as a woman, as as a human being. She has the right to know the truth about what happens to her. Fuck! Wow, it's tough, isn't it? What a call! I'm glad we left at halftime. <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, this is not uh, my no problem for me. <laughs> Becca, please. And yeah, that's it. That's the movie. It just ends with you slowly explaining 
in the credits roll, yeah. as a, tear, a solitary tear rolls down Jennifer Lawrence's eye, mm-hmm. kind of based on what you say to her. Yeah, yeah. and it and it can get. I've heard, I've read reviews. Um, the, the spoiler alert reviews. It says it's a real cacophony in the, in the cinema with about <laughs> two hundred different people all all saying at the same time what they think. And she's getting mixed messages. Yeah, because not everyone in the cinema has the same has the same opinion as to what to tell her. No, yeah, it's very confusing for her. I mean, but that's why we pay them so much. Those movie stars. Oh yeah, they got to put up with a lot. Yeah. Um. Well, that's but that that's uh, that was uh, passengers. Yeah. I'm. Hey, it was great to see Tully again, wasn't it? It was good. I wish he hadn't died, but <laughs> well, <sighs> that's Jason. You can't. You can't. It's the old Chekhov's Jason. Yeah, <laughs> you can't put Jason in the first act without. Well, he wasn't. He was very much in the second. <laughs> <laughs> the second act. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, he was definitely not in the first act. <laughs> Okay, well, that's been the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, please let us know if you've liked it. And if you have any James Cromwell facts, send them through. We would love to hear them. Let's get James Cromwell. Let's hashtag get James Cromwell have verified. Him be verified. Or hashtag, hashtag verify. Hashtag James Cromwell. Get the man um, a verified tick. Twitter. Is that a hashtag? Yeah. Uh, make sure you check out all the other podcasts on the Little Empire Podcast Network. We love being a part of it, and we know if you enjoy this, you'll enjoy the other podcasts on uh, on the network. And tune in next week for more Walkout Boys. Thanks very much. Bye, Joseph Moore. This is Nick Sampson. See you later. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try the worst idea of all time? Let the man stay. Thanks, God. And speak. Thanks again. If Tim Bat could only see his parents in soft focus, do you think that would change the dynamic of their relationship? Or maybe it would mean he would have less respect for their opinions because he can't he can't see them communicating them clearly. Well, it's a good question. I think it would do the opposite. That which is not in focus cannot be the focus of your anger. Therefore, blurry objects should get more respect, not less. Wow, I never really thought about it like that. Dump de doo. <laughs> Thanks, God. Classic Maximum Joseph. Ah! You forget that films are supposed to have a point.